Hey mamas, welcome to the Mom Chat Show where we talk all things motherhood and we keep it real, raw, and honest. And me and my new besties, we're ready to share it all with you. Yes, you heard right. All of it, the mistakes, the trial and errors, the ups, the downs, the emotional roller coasters, and the happy times too. So if you're ready to laugh, cry, learn, and just have a good time, then this is your podcast show. You're my people. Let's chat. Hi. Hello. Okay, so let's go ahead and hop in. Uh So welcome to Mom Chat Show. I'm super excited to have you on. I feel like your story is unique and it's so needed, especially with being a mom. I feel like we all have a story, so I can't wait to introduce you. So go ahead and introduce yourself and tell me a little bit about you and how long you've been a mother. Okay, so I am Flora Sulit. I've been a stay-at-home mom mostly for my two boys uh, since their birth, and they're now 13 and 8. Uh, and they are both identify as gifted. And in a way, it's kind of why I'm still stay home. Because, <laughs> you know, it is it is both a blessing, and but it also comes with its challenges. And uh, so this is where I'm at. And uh, I'm also, you know, while I'm not busy with taking care of them, taking them to school and all that stuff, I am also an author. I wrote uh, for a children's book and one adult one so far, uh, working on my next one. And I also do presentations at schools. I pop in the book fair as an author. And I also volunteer at the local museum. So, yeah, that's, uh, I've been very busy. Oh, and I'm also uh, one of the authors of the Women Who Bossed Up post-pandemic book. Um, so I can say that I am a best-selling author. <laughs> awesome. So I would love to know, the story behind what made you want to go on the journey as a mom to become an author. Because author is like, that's a big title. And that brings on a lot of different things with it, especially being a mom. So I would love to know like the story behind you, like what puts you on that path? So um, I was mentioning that uh, both my kids are gifted. So they read pretty early on so they were able to read you know those simple chapter books when they were already like when they were four so um i started when my older one was in second grade he read basically the entire harry potter series so he would like imagine a seven-year-old eight-year-old carrying the book that's you know like two inch thick walking around but that was my son and he just reads whatever you give him he'll read it whether it's appropriate or not and so it basically, yes, get to the point that, okay, this stuff you're reading, it's not quite appropriate. I know you can understand it. I know you're capable, but it's just not the kind of material that I want you to get into as a little kid. It's like, okay, talk about romance or talking about relationships and, you know, all this crazy stuff. I'm like, okay, let's, let's uh, step back a little bit. So I try to start um, asking people like, okay, what can I give my second grader? to read that that is still okay and it's still challenge him and um i think i got as far as uh tuck everlasting which is a fifth grader material and i read about the author um natalie barbett and so Mm -hmm. she uh was an illustrator for her husband's work and then her husband got sick so then the the publisher basically asked i also want to 
write the books. And so she started, you know, she did both the writing and the illustration. So I was like, yeah, why not? You know, so I started having this idea of like, hey, why don't I just write something for my kid? And so that's how I got started with it. And it started as a short story. And then he added, you know, he gave me some ideas and I was like, well, that's going to turn into like a whole book. And then as I was finishing up that first book and he was like, well, how about at this? And I was like, okay, that's the whole series. <laughs> Ended up with a four book series, uh, children's book. And then during the pandemic is uh, when I was like, I'm done with that one for now. And then so I decided to do something more for me. So I started writing the adult novel. So that's what I did in the pandemic. <laughs> I got all got started, yeah, because of him. <laughs> I love how you involved your kids, and then it became an actual like partnership with you and your child doing it together along the journey of you writing and them giving input. I think that's amazing, and it yeah. helps a lot too. You know, kind of feel like okay, I get to see what my mom's doing. I get to understand it. I get to be a part of it, and it creates that excitement for them. Yeah. So yeah, the little one, like I had one of my monsters in my book, it's my little one's Lego build. And I was like, oh, you know what? I think this is a really inspiration. And ever since then, my little one loves building me like monsters. <laughs> Sometimes I post it on Facebook. I'm like, okay, this, this kid, this seven-year-old build this, like he likes making transform. So one of his birthday presents he got was these, um, the connectors in the Lego, like the Lego connector mm -hmm. pieces. And, and then I just got a whole bunch for them. And, and then he just made all these transformers and he would make like stop motion videos of his builds. I was like, okay. So I would get a lot of ideas from, from his builds. And yeah. And you know, when I'm doing the presentations, like, yeah, they, they got kind of excited. I was like, oh, my mom's coming in talking about stuff like who. And <laughs> so I would love to know, um, how has it potentially like motivated your kids now that they're older? Like, has it changed them a little bit by you being an author and actually bringing them into that world? Um, so my younger one, I mean, he reads, but then he's not impressed. <laughs> you know, you know, it's just like I would I would see interview of like you know actors and whatnot and their children are just not impressed with their work it's like yeah whatever that's just mom that's just dad you know so my little one's kind of like that and then my older one it's it's different he he's like really excited he wants to read my adult novel I was like you know what give another two years I don't think you're ready for that one yet so um yeah it it kind of gets some thinking and then I'm, I'm trying to kind of expand this into uh, more of a business side. So my older one, it's like inspired to like do his business too. And so he's saying, you know, he designed a board, board game. So now he's thinking about like how he's going to market this thing and actually produce it and all that stuff. So I was like, okay, go do some research then, you know? So he's working on that and yeah. You know what? One thing that I can totally relate to is the fact that when our kids see us go for our like passions and dreams, it influences them to actually want to do the same thing. Because now that my kids have watched me, my oldest is very business-minded, entrepreneur, and same thing, he's into how can I make this work? How can I bring my creation to life? And it's really nice and kind of motivates you too constantly because you're like, wow, 
they actually were paying attention. And I think sometimes we don't realize how much they actually pick up on things and see what we're doing and actually feel inspired by it. So yeah, I can totally relate. It's completely accurate. Yeah, that yeah. is that is so true. Yeah. I see what you're doing. And I'm sure your kids are wanting to like, I want my own radio show, <laughs> whatever they want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they love it and they understand the mission behind it and it motivates them, like figure out what is it that I want to do and how can I do it? Like how can I actually go for it versus, you know, doing the typical things and just being like, okay, I'm just gonna settle for this. So I love that you're driven and then your kids are starting to become driven too. So that leads me to my next question. I would love to know, like when it comes down to being a mom and you're a wife and you're a writer, how do you juggle all of these different things? How do you handle it? So, well, you know how we are. It's it's always just busy. You know, you're, you're just, you just sat down and then you're like, okay, let me go work on this. Ah! I'm sure it's the same way with you. So I try to just squeeze it in. Um, So when I got started, I was writing on, um, you know, I was using pen and paper. And that was pretty bad because at the time, my little one had um, really severe eczema. So he would wake up several times a night just needing to like scratch or put lotion on him or whatever it is. And so I ended up basically sleeping on on the floor of the kid's room. And so before I go to bed, I would, you know, hold up a, a, a flashlight and just like try to write in the paper. And then at some point, my husband's like, you know what, we need to get a smartphone for you and blah, blah, blah. So I got a smartphone and then I started just writing my book on the, on the phone. So it's like, I don't have to hold a light anymore. It's like it's bright. So I can actually do that. And at night I, I lay down and I can like actually like, oh, I have an idea, type something. So sometimes I just have like 30 seconds. I have an idea and I was just like, type it in and done and move on. Or like, I wait for them. I pick them up from school and I'm just waiting and I'm like, okay, I got an idea. So I kind of, I basically just write a book like that to just a sentence at a time, whatever you could squeeze it in, you know, like right, right before bed. Like sometimes I like literally halfway through a sentence and I <laughs> just passed out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you just have to do what you can. And then I do everything, basically work around their schedule. So, um, you know, as, as I mentioned earlier, I volunteer at the museum. So basically whenever they're in school, like, okay, I'm available. <laughs> that's, that's the only time I I'm available. So you just got to rush home and get your lunch and then pick them up. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's challenging, but you know, if you just want to do it, you just try to squeeze it in whatever time you have. You know what? Two things that stuck out, like by what you just said was one, that you did it around their schedule. I think sometimes we like, don't think about the fact that we don't have to put off what we want. Like if we really, really want it and we're totally driven and we're all in, we'll make it work. We'll make it work. And there's always like gaps that we can actually just get that in and do what we got to do. And it's still productive as if we did like a whole hour, you know? So I love that you said that. I completely agree because I so am like that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that I'll have like a random idea for my show 
or a way that I can work with somebody and it'll just pop up out of nowhere. And I'm like, in the middle, I'm like, okay, let me just jot it down. So I still have so many notebooks that are jotted down notes that came out of nowhere, or I open up like a doc file and a random note put put in there. So I totally get that. I do that a lot, especially when I used to do drive, like drive, um, what is it called? I'm trying to think of the name of it because I haven't done it in so long. Um, pickup. Yeah, I would be in the car doing notes and stuff. So I get it. I totally get that. And the other thing that I really like is that you prioritize things that you like. I think that is so cool. And it's really important, quite frankly, because sometimes we forget about ourselves and we don't really do as much as we would like to for ourselves. So I like that you actually volunteer at the museum and you enjoy it. And it just kind of gives you like that motivation. So that leads me to this question. What are the things that you actually do to keep you motivated and focused, especially as a writer? Because I'm pretty sure there's a process to that. And then being a mom, no telling how you actually navigate those two and marry them. So how do you do that? Um, I hate leaving stuff undone. (laughs) That's just my personality. And so writing in the dark with, with paper and pens. So many times I say like, oh, I'm so tired, just, just gave up. But, you know, I know I would be so mad at myself if I just left it hanging undone. It's like, even if I have to cut it short, I'll, I'll at least get something. And, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect. And so I did, you know, I, I did the whole process. I, I self-published because I really don't have time to do it. Like publishers and, you know, constantly knocking on my door. Like, hey, are you done yet? Like, no, I'll just do it on my own timeline. And, but I give myself a uh, deadline. So it, it kind of gives you, um, I think one big thing, it's like, if you have like little goals, so like, okay, I want to finish this chapter by this time, you know, you may or may not keep it, but at least you get something to work towards that. Like, okay, this, you know, just, just set this one small goal. And, and when you get there, then, then, you know, you can go set the next one. So that, that's, um, also one of the the important part to to know that like yeah to of course to write the whole book you know you start like I'm gonna write a book that's like 200 page long I was like okay yeah <laughs> so I would tell my son the same thing because he's uh, uh at least my older one my younger one I haven't quite show up as much yet but my older one is a perfectionist and so you know guess where he got that from so he would he would ignore time and just like want to get this homework the way he wanted and he would sleep like four uh, three four a.m and so I said you know what you need to look at the time and then set mini goals you just finish this paragraph that you have to write you know but but give yourself time like you know 25 minutes just finish this paragraph and then you can fix it later and it really helped him. He's better at timing himself now. So, yeah, it helps. Um, yeah, the little chunk at a time, you know, and yeah. set that goal to to make it achievable. Let's just say. Yes. So I can totally relate because I find it funny how both kids are never the same, but there's always one that picks up certain things about yourself that you're like, wait a minute. And my oldest, he is a perfectionist and I didn't realize it at first until he really started to dig into being an entrepreneur and like really getting passionate and all those things. And we would start having conversations about it and I could see like how much he would like really analyze small things. And I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, wait, 
let's reel this in. And when we started talking about it, it was honestly because he needed, like you said, to have like small goals, break it down a little bit, and then understand too that you're not going to know everything right off the bat. Like it's going to come to you as you go through the process and you don't have to know everything right away. Like when you break it down and you make it smaller, it helps so much with trying not to look at the whole picture all at one time. And that's when you become like overwhelmed and it just, all the things happen. So it's very accurate how like they pick up on things and you start seeing stuff like that. You're like, wait, I do that. Oh no. Okay. Let's talk about this. (laughs) Uh, They're a reflection of you. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So I would love to know, like when you have barriers, because I'm pretty sure there's like hiccups, moments that are potentially tough sometimes with being a writer and being a mom and a wife. Like, how do you navigate that? How do you get through that? I guess I thought of two things uh, when you say that. So uh, one being that um, English is actually my, I would say was my second language. And so I never actually thought of using writing to do anything. And I actually went into science um, in, in college. And so I thought I was going to be a scientist because like, okay, what, what's a career that requires minimum writing? Not really, but it's like just basic, <laughs> solid facts. You know, you don't need to be creative with it. You just report what you saw. And so um, overcoming that part, you know, having that as a second language, uh, was a big one and I'm very proud of myself being able to do that and I set my kids up for a really big challenge because my husband's also um, uh, we're both immigrants and so English was also his second language and so we're minimum bilingual and me and my husband are both like multilingual because we're also working on other languages they're not fluent in the other ones but you know we're working on it so we asked our kids to like dude you gotta have at least a second <laughs> which they still don't have it but it's like eh, you know just throwing an idea out there so um I think yeah the language part was one of my biggest challenge um because I think I'm a very creative person ever since I was a kid it's just the language part like I cannot express it until I can have a very solid foundation of it so that took a while so so that that's that's one and I think the other one is I'm not very good at selling myself. Uh, when I would tell people like, oh, yeah, I'm an author. And then, oh, wow. You know, they were like, oh, that's so amazing. I was like, really? <laughs> so <laughs> I think you really have to um, sometimes give credit to yourself that, yeah, you accomplished something, you know, give yourself a pat in the back. And I think what as moms, we do that a lot, that we ask a lot of ourselves that, hey, you know, like, be glad you did something, you know? So I think I always have to remind myself of that and be proud of what I actually did and, and keep it going. And, and, um, and then this is something that I really enjoyed. I, I love entertaining people. Writing is one of the ways that I, I can do it. And, you know, during presentations and other ones, so I kind of just combine them. And, and um, my adult book is actually really nerdy. And yeah, my husband's like, this is, yeah, <laughs> very, it's a historical yeah. novel. And I actually go in and research all the history yeah. and I would put footnotes in there. Like, this is the real history. This is what I did with it. <laughs> but to me, it's very enjoyable. So yeah, yeah finding that passion, trying to combine it with, um, you know, 
something that you enjoy and to hopefully make make a living out of you know that I think that part is very important and cheer yourself up <laughs> give yourself credit for that yes yeah. the credit thing is so true because I think at times we get so excited about it and we're like oh my goodness you know we know we're doing something we know we're doing a lot but I think we don't really take it all in and be like you know what I actually came pretty far and I learned a lot and now look at where I'm at Sometimes we have a hard time at like really taking that in. Cause I know for me, I dealt with that too. Especially being a mom, we're doing so much to the point, like I said, we don't really acknowledge anything. And then when we finally do, or somebody taps us on the shoulder, we're like, wait, I did do that. And I did do this too. Okay. Yeah. I actually am doing really, really good. <laughs> you know, so it forces us to like take a minute and be like, you know what? I deserve more credit than what I'm giving myself. And to be able to have that type of area where you're forced to actually learn a different language and then decide you want to be a writer after having that type of barrier, that's huge. Like, that's really big and amazing. So, (laughs) yeah, that's amazing. You know, because some people who actually can speak this language and very well still don't actually go after being a writer and they may secretly want to, but they still don't do it. So the fact that you did that and you had that barrier is like, that's pretty awesome. Learning it as a second language, you have to learn it grammar up. So, mm-hmm. so you actually know the rules of the language better than native speakers sometimes. And I did teach English um, for a little while before kids and I would work with native speakers and sometimes they would have a hard time explaining a grammar point. And I was like, yeah, what do you mean you have a hard time, under, you know, explaining it? Because like you speak it fluently, but I'm the one who was like, I can do that grammar point, no problem, because that's how I learn it. And so it get, actually gives you an advantage and, and you actually pay attention to your writing and, and the meaning in it, um, you know, how to express it and all that stuff, because you are so sensitive towards those issues in the in the in language yeah yeah listening to what you said it comes off as if it's more meaningful like there's actual like a deeper um connection to it now because of the fact the way that you have to for one work harder to learn it and then you learn it on a different level to where you end up excelling at it So it creates that like bigger meaning and deeper connection when it comes down to understanding it. Would you say that? Yeah. Sometimes it's, uh, I would write something and then my husband's like, I've never heard of it used that way. He's like, oh, I guess I mixed it up again. (laughs) Languages, (laughs) expressions are different. And then so I was like, I just translated my head and I thought it exists, you know, in English. And I was like, Oh, I guess it doesn't. I I just made it up. Why not? You know, Shakespeare made up words, right? (laughs) There's so many. You like, oh my gosh, the words. I can't even keep up anymore. Bananas, how that works. (laughs) It really is. So that leads me to my last question. I would love to know, what would be your advice to a mom that's deciding that she wants to be a writer, but she's also a wife and she has all the things on her plate? Um, what advice would you give her with starting that process of being a writer? Um, I think it's it's that same idea, set small goals. Um, I actually met uh, another 
lady. She's not a mom, but you know, she's thinking about writing and she's been a blogger. And so she started thinking about like, why don't I compile the, the blogs and then, mm-hmm. and then add additional stuff that she hasn't, you know, published in the public yet. And there you go, there's a book. So you start somewhere. Uh, you know, in, in my case, I started with a short story. And you just come up with more ideas and, and you just like expanded it. So don't think that you have to go right away like into an inch thick book or a series or whatever. Just start with one thing. And I, I read like, you know, stories of other parents who got, you know, some of those bestseller series and they did the same thing. They were just like just telling stories to their kids. And then they decided, why don't I write that down and share it with other kids? And it just goes from there. So it's, it's, you know, definitely start with, start small and you just never know where it, where it goes. Yes. Just start. I love that. I love that because sometimes we can get in our heads. We can, and then we just end up never doing it, but you just don't know like how far it would have went if you would have just went all in and just did what you could do in that moment. So I love your idea and your motivation because I think we do need to hear that. And sometimes we stop ourselves from really pursuing something that is something that could be so big if we really would just did it. So, yes, I would love to know how can they find your books? How can they connect with you and just learn more about you? Like, where can they find you at? Okay, so I like to hide. (laughs) I'm an (laughs) introvert. So I, I, I published my book behind my pen name. So my pen name is Renee Libra. You know, Renee is in Renaissance, you know, a rebirth of a new career as a writer. Libra, I am a Libra, and uh, also as a balance, you know, between being a mom and the career that I want to have. So um, my website is renelibrabooks.com. Uh, they can know, find all my contacts over there, see information about my books and all that stuff. Yep. Well, thank you again for coming on here with me and sharing your story. I honestly feel like your story is going to motivate a lot of potential writers to actually just go for it, not stop themselves and just trust in the process, trust your gut. So thank you again for taking some time out to come on here with me. I really appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. It was nice chatting with you at the Mom Chat Show and the Listening to your to your podcast, I was like, oh, lots of good advice and stuff here in the stories. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. That's it, mamas. Thank you so much for spending a little time with me on the Mom Chat Show. And I would love to connect with you more. So to make sure of that, click that follow button and also follow us on Mom Chat Show on Instagram, where I will talk to y'all again next week. Bye, mamas.